Welcome to the Man on Fire Rising podcast with David Mailer. If you're looking to grow and become the man and king you were born to be, you're in the right place. Each week, David will provide men with tools, tips, and strategies for their business, relationship, body, heart, and mindset. Get ready to rise into your passion, power, and purpose, and live your life to its full potential. Now, let's dive in. What is up, everyone? It is your man on fire mentor, David Miller. And as always, it is an honor and it is a privilege to be here with my fellow brothers. And together, we can all help each other rise. We are here to have more passion. We are here to have more power. And we are here to live a life that is deeply on purpose. And I truly believe that each and every one of us is encoded with, is born with, the potential of being a masculine leader in the different domains of our life, especially when it relates to being the guardian, being the gatekeeper, and being the protector of the feminine heart. Many of us would do anything for our daughter. We want her to be treated with reverence, with sacredness, with respect, with dignity, with love, with empathy, with compassion. And yet so many of us find ourselves sometimes being the very person that either hurts our children or hurts our significant other, our wife, whether that be physically, emotionally, mentally, or spiritually. So this is a call to all men to rise and to come into the remembrance of who you really are, regardless of where you're at in your life. Each and every one of you is born with an extraordinary potential. And in life, we're either going to access and manifest and live into that potential, or we're going to live and eventually die with what's called regret. And that is not why we're here. We we're all put on this earth to grow. We're all put on this earth to make an impact and to be leaders and to have influence and impact over people in their lives so that we can be in our hearts and we can give our gifts to the world. That is why we're all here. Everything else is an illusion. Everything else is bullshit. And yes, of course, we're here to foster and have a beautiful relationship with the powers that be that are above. And we're here to come home into the remembrance of exactly who we are as men. We get bogged down with lots of problems and lots of drama in our life, or we get hijacked by uh, the addiction to complacency, where we live a good or a fair or an average or an okay life. And next thing you know, the years go by, we're 30, we're 40, we're 50, we're 60, and we're wondering what the hell happened. And what happened was you fell into a coma of complacency or you fell into the addiction of drama and you likely stopped hanging around the right crowds and the right people and the right mentors, the right teachers that are going to remind you of exactly who you are and give you a kick in the ass and light you on fire in a way where you start to live into the passion, the power, and the purpose of who you are as a man. That's exactly what you'll always find within our Man on Fire Brotherhood. I don't mean the, the free different social platforms that you're listening to me on the podcast or YouTube or Instagram or Facebook. That's all great stuff. I'm always here to give back to my community. I'm talking about the intimacy of being inside one of our coaching programs. And for those guys wondering, well, does that cost money? The answer is yes. It's an investment of time. It's an investment of finances if you want to be a part of one of our coaching programs. If that's something that you can't do at this moment and it would be financially reckless because you can't pay your basic bills, not a problem. Continue to follow me on all the live different channels that are out there. All right, without any further ado, let's dive into the center of the fire and get right to what is today's topic, which is the one thing that must be discussed in order for you, yes you, to have a healthy relationship. Well, there's 
probably a thousand things that would be required in order for you to have a healthy relationship and likely hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of things that need to be discussed, whether that's, you know, religion, whether that's faith in God, whether that's uh, philosophical, religious, and, and different types of beliefs. So there's lots of different things that need to be discussed in a relationship in order for you to have a healthy relationship. I'll preface by saying um, I come more from the truth of uh, holding your partner as sacred and living in the space of love, more so than more so than a concept, more so than a faith, more so than a religion. You know, my my wedding song with my wife was "Love Is My Religion," because um, that is the most important thing that you will ever need in your relationship is love, love for yourself, and love for your partner, and mutual respect for your partner, and mutual respect for yourself. With all that said. What am I talking about, though, when we talk about what's the one thing that must be discussed in order to have a healthy relationship? All right, let's get the drum roll. What is the drum roll here? What is, where's the drum roll? The drum roll to what is the most important thing that must be discussed in your relationship? Yes, your relationship in order for it to be healthy. And that one thing is this. It is. How is it that you are going to show up when there is polarity? when you are getting triggered, when you have charges, when there's hurts, when there's resentments, when there's upsets, when you're losing your center, the agreement that you must come to and what must be discussed in your marriage, in your relationship, is how are you going to show up in those moments? Now, more often than not, what ends up happening is that something will happen in a discussion with your partner where you get triggered. You get upset. When I say you, it could be you or it could be your partner. And what most of us don't realize is that our triggers belong to us. Now, you know, the mind will want to convince us that I am mad because you did this or because you said that, or I am triggered because of what you did. The reality is people don't trigger you. They trigger your triggers, meaning you have a trigger and your trigger got activated, but the trigger is still yours. So because you have triggers and because you had this thing that's called a past, which means you brought your bag of goodies, you brought your bag of garbage, you brought your bag of traumas and hurts and wounds and life experiences from your past relationships, from what you witnessed with your parents or the people that raised you, you brought all this, a heavy bag with you that you now brought into your relationship. And so two people that get into these discussions, all of a sudden, when they're bringing their bag of goodies with them from their past, which usually flies under the radar and is usually something that's invisible, next thing you know, you get activated, you get charged, you get triggered during a discussion or during a conversation. And you have no idea why you're being hijacked. You have no idea why it's happening. You think it's because of your partner. Maybe you feel disrespected. Maybe you don't feel seen. Maybe you're feeling um, unworthy or unlovable, underappreciated, and, and that might all be true. But really what's happening is that you're most likely being emotionally hijacked in those moments. And if you as the man have lost your center, you have forgotten who you are and you're personalizing, meaning you're taking it personally, what she's saying, um, you're not going to be at your best. You're going to be in what I call the forgetting. And if your partner's coming at you, and whether uh, she's being icy or cold, uh, the walls are up, the venom is coming out, uh, and she's coming at you, which means she's in her forgetting, right? She's in 
um, a state of being that wouldn't be necessarily where she's fully in her heart. And if you go into the forgetting at that moment, then it's her wound is activating your wound or your wound is activating her wound. And next thing you know, you're having a discussion and a conversation that becomes ugly. It becomes venomous. There's a lot of hurtful things that could be said. And there's a lot of hurtful things that could be done. And the challenge that I always put to the men is that if your partner is in the forgetting of who she is during conversations, during discussions, we owe it to ourselves and we owe it to our partner. We owe it to the dynamic of the relationship to be the leader, right? Men go first, right? You don't like, you're not like on a mountain where you're jumping into this water a hundred feet down and you tell your wife, oh, you go first, right? You just don't do that as a man. Like you lead the way. You're the leader of the family and the man must go first. And that's not to say that a woman doesn't have responsibilities within a relationship. It doesn't mean she doesn't need to take ownership of what belongs to her, but how you create that portal of safety for her is by you being the leader, by you going first. And so you have to go first by coming back into your center. You have to go first by coming back into the portal of remembrance of who you are, find your center, come back into your heart, and recognize that what's happening in this discussion, in this conversation, what might be called now an argument, is not really about what's being discussed. It's about your triggers and her triggers are getting triggered, and now you're not really having the real discussion. And there's something else that needs to be discussed that's deeper and underneath what you're really discussing. You brought your bag of garbage into the relationship and now you've both been emotionally hijacked. So you as the man must remember. Now, how do you handle that situation? Well, the, there must be an agreement. And this is what I mean by that. What happens with a lot of men is that sadly, they'll either yell, they'll scream. And I'm not even going to get into the, 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 the smaller percentage of men that might do something um, that's physical in nature because that will never, ever, ever be supported in the man on fire world. We will never support that type of behavior. Um, but there are guys that might get physically uh, abusive or violent. There's certainly men that will get emotionally abusive uh, or mentally, you know, abusive, cutting with your words. And of course, that's, that's a detriment to your partner's soul, right? Because you're supposed to protect and guard their heart. So, what ends up happening is either men will get abusive or the woman will get abusive during the conversation, the discussion, argument. Or a man will uh, sometimes cower. He'll become a coward. He'll go silent. He'll, it'll be the deer in the headlights. It'll be the wounded little boy that's upset uh, that mommy's yelling at him or mommy's mad at him. And he goes into uh, an, an anesthetized state of being in his wounded masculine where he becomes a toddler and is is in a space of getting reprimanded and he doesn't know how to handle anything, so he goes silent. Or um, what will happen with a guy is sometimes he'll just walk away and he'll say, screw this or F this, I'm out of here. And he'll slam a door or hit something and say, I'm out of here. And he just completely disappears from the conversation, which um, is cowardly. I'm just going to call it what it is. Now, on a side note, yes, if you know that you're being an asshole, if you know that you're about to be abusive and you need to cool off, well, okay, tell your partner, hey, I'm aware that I'm about to be a jerk. I'm aware that I'm about to treat you like crap and I don't want to do that. You deserve better than that. Your soul deserves more than that from me. I'm going to just go cool off outside. I'm going to yell into my arm. I'm going to yell into a pillow. I'm going to go hit the weights. I'm going to punch a bag and make some sounds. I got to disperse some of this energy. I want to come back centered where I can be present for you. 
most men don't do that. So when, when I, when I designed today's topic, which is what's the one thing that must be discussed in order to have a healthy relationship, it's can you and your partner way ahead of any argument, disagreement, discussion, conversation that leads to what I'm discussing now, can you guys come to an agreement of how will we handle it the next time we get in an argument? So what I teach the men, for example, in our brotherhood, in our, in our coaching programs is number one, the, the agreement that you should have with your partner is that you will stay in the conversation with her. We call it standing in the fire, which is no matter what she's throwing at you, no matter what words are coming out of her mouth, coldness, harshness, poking, making fun of, trying to be cutting. We have to recognize as men that she's hurting in that moment and that we have to develop uh, thick enough skin to be in our power where we don't personalize her words. We see that what's really happening is that she's hurting right now. And rather than taking on her words as something that can hurt you, you find your center, you find your power, you come into your heart, you trust your guidance and your intuition, and you don't allow her words to impact you whatsoever. And you see beyond her words that my queen, my lady, my wife is hurting right now. And I am not going to allow her words to be personalized by me where I lose my center and then I react and I get harsh with her. So that's the first thing. That's one of the agreements that you can have is that I promise you that in those moments, I'm going to stay in the conversation with you and I'm not going to walk away. I'm not going to get violent uh, emotionally or mentally, certainly not physically, which again, we would never support in our community. And I will, I will stay present for the conversation. Well, another agreement must be that if I'm finding that I'm losing my center, which I'm committing to uh, working on myself enough where I don't lose my center, this is exactly what we teach men, by the way, in our different coaching programs. It's you guys understand exactly what I'm saying right now, but in real time, what will be your visceral response? Will your body react? Will you be sharp with your tongue, sharp with your words? Um, will you be cutting back to her? Will, will you uh, harm her emotionally and, and mentally? And then you're in the regret of why did I do that? Why couldn't I control myself? Well, we teach guys how to um, discharge, how to let go of or get with this energy that we've pushed down and stuffed down so that you're not getting triggered, you're not getting reactionary, you're not getting polarized, where you're lashing out at her. Most men don't know how to do that. This is exactly what we teach in our program. How do you actually get with all this bound up energy so that it doesn't come out disproportionately when you're talking to those you love, where you know right from wrong, but you can't help yourself because your emotions are reacting faster than your mind can stop them. And so our mastery in Man on Fire is teaching you guys how to actually discharge those emotions in a healthy way so that by the time you're in those conversations, with your partner, you're able to maintain your cool, you're able to maintain your center, you're able to maintain being in your heart. So for the guys that aren't there yet, which probably is a lot of you listening right now, what's an agreement that you can come to with your wife, with your partner, is, hey, if, if I'm aware that, that we're coming at each other, I'm going to have the emotional maturity to let you know that I'm going to um, excuse myself for a moment. I'm going to go outside and I'm going to um, recenter myself. And you can tell her how you do that, whether it's doing jumping jacks, push-ups, hitting a heavy bag, yelling into your arm, whatever it takes for you to just recalibrate. Like, it'll be easy for you to go outside for five minutes, 
get some fresh air, reach up to the stars, reconnect to your higher power, come back into your body, come back into your heart, come back into your center, then come back into the room and um, bring this level of presence, bring this level of maturity to your partner where that's what she deserves and that's how you want to show up as. So the one thing that must be discussed of a healthy relationship is how are we, and more importantly for you as the man, right? Because I'm talking to the men right now. How am I going to show up in these moments? So if you can't agree to always being in your mature masculine and standing in the fire with her, which most of you should not make that commitment, let her know that I, what I agree to is that in those moments, if I recognize that things are getting a little bit out of hand and I've lost my center, I agree that I will uh, let you know that I'm going to excuse myself for a few minutes until I can recenter myself. Now that's important because most of you will take the bait and most of you, what will happen is that when she's really coming at you, um, you get into a mental war with her and next thing you know, her wound and her hurts and her upsets are activating your hurts and your wounds and your upsets. You don't feel heard. You want to be right. She wants to be right. She doesn't feel heard. She doesn't feel understood. You feel disrespected and you just, you'll never win that war. Both parties lose and both hearts get hurt. So the man must agree that if I can't, in real time, find my center in those moments and come back into my heart, I'm going to let you know in advance that I'll be excusing myself. Now, you can come to other agreements. You could come to an agreement that in those moments, we're in the middle of something and we can see that it's escalating. We can come to an agreement that in that exact, in that exact moment, we're going to both agree that here's a song we're going to sing to each other. And you could have a, a playful song that you sing to each other. You could both agree that in that moment, you're both going to drop and do push-ups. You could have an agreement that you're both going to start to dance with each other. You could have an agreement that you're both going to um, pretend that you're a chicken and make chicken sounds. you got to come to some agreement that says, we're not going to fall into the trap that other couples fall into, where it's a mental war, where we're both trying to be right, and we're both getting harsh and sharp with each other with our tongue, and we're both hitting each other with daggers to the heart. You must come into an agreement of how are you going to show up in those situations and you must hold each other to that agreement. And I will say that it's a lot easier for the man to honor this agreement than it will be for his woman who has a wider variety of emotions that she has access to and is more sensitive than we are. And we are we need to be the ones that are more cool, calm, collected and come back into our center, come back into our hearts and get out of our heads. So really, this agreement is more for the man, more so than for the woman. Now, for example, my wife and I have an agreement that, um, and we did this very early on in our relationship, that she will never use the divorce word, right? I grew up in an environment where my parents got divorced. It's a very, it's a very real word for me. It's very painful. And we have agreed that that word will never be used in a discussion or in an argument um, or in a conversation where it's being used uh, as a weapon. She's abided by that. She's never reneged on that agreement. Um, I've agreed that if I'm ever losing my cool, losing my center, and I can see that it's impacting her emotions, I've agreed that I'll either come back into my center or I'll politely excuse myself. I'll go get with the energy, right? Because when we're lashing out at somebody verbally, when we're lashing out with our tongue, and, and maybe our tone is changing, our voice is changing, we're getting to a place of yelling, that's emotion that we're denying. And if we just, as men, give ourselves permission to actually be with that emotion, feel that emotion, um, it will dissipate, and then we won't be so sharp with our tongue and be such a jerk. So how do you do that? You excuse yourself, you go outside, you yell into your arm, 
you yell into a pillow, you get with the energy, you get with the sound, right? Because it's not, it's not always so easy to just say, okay, I'm going to be kind now. Okay, I'm going to be nice now. Okay, I'm going to be in my heart now. No, the energy's there, right? Like, you know, excuse my, the vulgarness of this, but it's like if diarrhea is there, you, you can't pretend that it's not there. You can't deny it. It's coming out. So if you have emotion there and, and then you're getting sharp with your tongue, really what's happening is you're denying the emotion. You're denying feeling the feeling. So what has to happen is you have to get with that sound. So you excuse yourself and you go get with that sound. You go hit a punching bag. You go yell into your arm. You yell into a pillow. Whatever it takes to help you discharge the energy that's about to make you act like an ass or a jerk towards the person that you would never want to hurt and feeling like they're good enough and feeling that they're deserving of love and neither partner can see that in real time and, and you always think it's about the argument that's in front of you and it really has nothing to do with that for a woman it usually is about can I trust you will you always want to be with me will you always be attracted to me will you leak your energy are you going to run off with somebody that's younger that has no wrinkles can I really trust that you'll be there forever can I really trust that you're going to claim me and honor me and love me for the rest of my life. That, that's every argument that you're ever going to have with a woman is really her saying, I don't trust you. I don't trust that you're, that you're all in on this relationship. And so if a man can recognize that and not get caught up in the, the details of an argument, or he said, she said, that's not what I, you're missing the whole boat, the whole point of every argument. What, what it's really rooted in is your lady is asking you, can you be mature enough to protect my heart? Can you see through my words right now and recognize that I'm scared? And and a great way to do that, guys, and I've shared this on some of the other, um, you know, podcasts, is just like some of you have a daughter, you know, you picture her at four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, the purity, the absolute purity the innocence, the sparkle, the gleam in her eyes, the playful nature that you can see in her energy and on her face before anyone was cruel to her, before anyone was mean to her, before a boyfriend breaks up with her or cheats on her, just that absolute purity that you would do anything to protect. You must see your wife as that little girl. You must see that the woman you're about to rip into and be a jerk towards and be sharp with your tongue, you must recognize you're, you're talking to that a girl, a woman that was once that little girl that had her innocence. And she's just scared. She just wants to know, can I feel safe in this world? Can I feel safe enough to be in my heart? Can I feel safe enough to be fully revealed? Can you give me that safety? And, you know, some of you men listening right now, oh, you don't understand my wife. You don't understand. She... She's not innocent. She's not that little girl. She's, she's wicked. She's mean. She's No, guys, you forgot who she is. And she's hardened because she's had betrayal after betrayal after betrayal by the masculine. And you're adding to that betrayal if you can't treat her with reverence and respect, which means you have a lot more work to do on yourself. So for the guys listening right now and you want to tell me all about your lady and you don't know her, David, and if you knew her, then you'd side with me. I'm not going to side with you. What I would tell you is that if you know in your heart you're in a relationship and you shouldn't be in that relationship, then get out. You don't need reasons. If you have a soul knowing that the relationship you're in doesn't honor you at the highest level, then simply leave. Do it with grace. Do it with dignity. Do it with respect. Do it with empathy. Do it with compassion. Do it with love. More often than not, that's not the case. What's really the case is a man hasn't done enough work on himself. He has too many blind spots. He thinks that the problem is her, that she's cold. I can't get through her wall. And you don't realize that the wall was put up because she can't trust in men. 
and she hired you as her guardian and her protector and to be the one that takes down the wall. And some of you are like, well, what if she doesn't want the wall taken down? Well, most women do. Most men don't feel courageous enough or certain enough or confident enough that they have what it takes to take down the wall. And so it's easier to point your finger at her and say she's this and she's that rather than say, I don't know if I have it within me. And I'm here to remind you that you do. But it would require you grow and you do the work to become a different version of yourself where you can show up with a greater level of masculine leadership that's firmly in your heart and rooted into the earth and driven by your intuition and having a strong connection above. Most men don't have this. Most men are leaking energy into porn, affairs, strip clubs, alcohol, weed, video games. Maybe some of you hide behind overworking, trying to compensate for feeling inadequate by making lots of money. That'll do it. They'll never do it. They will never do it. This has to be a genuine path of growth. You have to, as a man, want to genuinely grow and evolve and transform and grow your consciousness and become a different version of you that makes the previous versions irrelevant. We're here as men to grow. We're here to live into our true potential. We're here to give the world the real masculine leader that we were born to be with passion, with power, and with purpose. We're here to be the protectors and the guardian and the gatekeeper to the feminine heart. That's why we're here. Everything else is a lie. Everything else is an illusion. Everything else is a story. And everything else is bullshit. For those of you that want to come into one of our coaching programs and be held to this standard by myself, by my team, to be constantly held to the standard of who you are at the level of your soul, where you're living a life of passion, you're living authentically in your power, and you're living a life that's deeply on purpose, serving your mission to humanity, then Man on Fire is probably the right community for you. And if you're ready to make that type of investment in yourself and in your life and in your growth, and you feel that Man on Fire is the right vehicle for that, and you want to explore a conversation with one of our coaches and look into one of our coaching programs, some guys truly wouldn't know who they are without their problems. Or some guys are just scared shitless to fail. So they lack the courage, they lack the backbone to take action and put the sword in the ground and say, enough, I'm ready for this bigger and better life. I'm done selling myself and people in it short. It happens. I'm not here to, to put you down for that, but it happens. It's the reality of, of where a lot of guys live. They forgot how incredible they are. They forgot how amazing they are. They forgot how phenomenal they are, how extraordinary they are. And they settle for a life of complacency or a life of problems. So for the men that want to get out of that and the men that want to claim who they really are in this world and come back into their true potential and give that courageously to people in your circle, to people in your life, so you can have beautiful impact and influence by just simply shining your light more powerfully. Great. Let us know. All right, guys. Always an honor and a privilege to be able to serve my fellow brothers and share my trials and tribulations and life experiences and perhaps help you compress time a little bit so you don't have to make the same mistakes that I've made. I've, my team and I have worked now with over 10,000 men. We have unbelievable results of watching a man up-level his life in the different domains of his life, one of which is his marriage. Others are finances, mission and purpose, health, you name it. We're able to help men in all these different domains. But it starts with your decision and your recognition that you deserve more and your courage to go for it. All right, guys, it's with so much love, so much gratitude. It is your man on fire mentor, David Naylor. Here is to you, yes, you, rising with more passion, with more power and more purpose. Bye for now, guys.
Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to click subscribe so you never miss an episode. Then share with your friends and leave us a raving review. To connect with David, you can find him at www.manonfirerising.com or on Facebook. We'll see you next week for another episode of the Man on Fire Rising podcast with David Mailer.